Beloved, this is Commanding the Year, 2023 series. It is a yearly solemn feast instructed by God, in which we commit the year into God's hands, and command the year to go in line with God's will for us. Join us now in today's episode. Praise the Lord. In this episode, we are going to be considering the name of the Lord, uh, the name of the Most High, another name uh, which appeared in the book of Exodus is the name Jehovah Rufi, or they call, some call it Jehovah Rufeka. Uh, in some cases, it's called Jehovah Rapha. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So um, I think some of the Hebrew um, you know, uh, leaders have, um, for some reason, because they understand the writings better. Okay. Yeah. And they know which one is suitable. What, whichever name you call, whether Rufi, Rafa or, or Rufeka, I uh, was talking about Jehovah the healer. Amen. Um, it first appears in the book of Exodus chapter 15. I'm going to be reading from 22 to 27, as is the practice. Um, like I said last episode, the, the verses around you give you more light into you see the operations of or why the name appears. Amen. Why God makes uh, known that name to his people. Praise the Lord. Okay, so we go from verse 22. Um, so Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. And when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah, for they were what? Bitter. Therefore the name of it was called Marah. And the people murmured against Moses, saying, what shall we what drink and he cried unto the lord and the lord showed him a tree which when he had cast into the waters the waters were made sweet there he made for them a statute and an ordinance and there he proved them and said if thou would diligently hearken to the voice of the lord thy god i will do that which is right in his sight I will give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that he led thee. And verse 27 says, And they came to Eli, where were twelve wells of water and three score of ten palm trees. And they encamped there by the what? The waters. Praise God. Hallelujah. Alright, so as believers, um, this story is also applicable to us because uh, we must also come to terms with the truth that when God is leading us out, you know, when God is repositioning us or any other form of, you know, uh, change that God wants us to experience, we will inevitably go through the wilderness. Amen. Amen. But what? Inevitably go through the wilderness. So in this case, before the Most High made known his name, Jehovah Rophi or Jehovah Rapha, the people of Israel had journeyed what three days in the wilderness of Shur and found no water. Praise God. The Hebrew term for water refers to um, you know literally water, or in some cases it could be urine, and uh, figuratively it um, represents water of danger, 
or violence or of uh, tra transitory things and uh, water of what refreshment praise god so in their case they sought for the physical water because i mean the story says they have done it in the wilderness for three days and they, they, they were, they were um, dehydrated you know that's what we call it journey through the wilderness they are dehydrated so they, they they sought for water to refresh them as they journey through the wilderness praise god as we do this we also look at how we apply to us we'll go to the book of john chapter 4 john chapter 4 from verse 1 to um to 4 says when therefore the lord knew how the pharisees has heard that jesus made and baptized more disciples than john though jesus himself baptized not but his disciples he left judea and departed again into galilee and fast forward says and he must needs go through samaria now you see even jesus our lord had to leave a place because of um what's the word they call it uh, what people say about you that is not right. There's a word they use um, um, rumors and there's this other word we use. Uh, uh, I'll get it as we move on. Okay. So Jesus was not the one baptizing. But they they made it um they they, they made, it, made it known that it was Jesus that was baptizing and even his baptism was more you know he was getting more people coming to baptize you know, as compared to those that were receiving baptism from, from John. Praise the Lord. And this made Jesus to change position. So, in the case of the Israelites, they were moving from Egypt to, to the promised land. And um, Jesus was not actually, you know, his Egypt represented where they were uh, misrepresenting him, okay? Uh, they, were, they were attributed to him what was not actually his you know, his exercise, praise God. And um, for peace sake, he had to he had to change position, praise God. So in our case as new creations, uh, we, we also have to journey uh, the wilderness, okay? And as we journey the wilderness, we would need to seek the water of refreshment too in our wilderness seasons. We would need to seek what? The water of refreshment in our wilderness seasons. And this water represents the water, the living water. Amen. The living water. Uh, the living water is um, for, for those who have um, studied um, quite a lot, you know that the living water is uh, the paracletos, which is um, Christ uh, in the person of the Spirit. Amen. John, John 4, verse um, 4, to, we're going to be reading from verse 7. To 15 okay for more understanding it says uh, verse 7 there cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water Jesus said unto her give me to drink for his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy what meat and verse 9 says there said the woman of Samaria unto him how is it that thou being a Jew asketh drink of me which am a woman of Samaria for the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans and Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gifts of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee what? Living water. Amen. Amen. The woman saith unto him, Sir, 
Thou has nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well that drank thereof himself, and his children, and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall test again, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never what? Test. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. And the woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I test not, neither come hither to draw. Praise God. So we say uh, we we'll always need uh, the water of refreshing as we journey through the wilderness. We we'll always need to draw from you know the well within us. Praise God. The woman mentioned, you know, in our words to Jesus, she said, How will you draw the water? This water is deep. It means that the water in the well, you know, the fiscal well, it doesn't come up by itself. The fiscal well water does not come up by itself. It needs pressure to come up, it needs a force to come up. Praise God. But the well that the living water provides springs out of its own. Praise the Lord. It comes, it has a force that brings it. It has its own pressure that makes it flow. Praise the Lord. And we're going to understand as we, as, we, as we continue. So let me draw our attention to the words of Jesus in John 4 verse 14 again. He says, when, when he said, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never test, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well springing up into what? Everlasting life. This implies that we do not only get the water of refreshing from and through Christ Jesus. The water we get from Christ Jesus also and most importantly generates a well of water. Okay? Or is turned within us into a well of water. Praise God. All the children of Israel sought for was, you know, just a well to drink from. Praise God. And all the Samaritan knew, a woman knew, was a well, which is called the well of, of Jacob. Praise the Lord. But Jesus is saying, with what I have to offer you, I first give you water. You don't even know where the source is coming from. I first give you water. And when I give you that water, it becomes a well within you. Can you imagine somebody offering you a cup of water? And the one cup of water turns out to be more than a tank. If a 1,500 liter tank in you. It turns out to be, you know, a a, 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 a a big ocean within you. I can't use a tank. It has to be, you know, a, an ocean never runs dry. Praise the Lord. We are talking about, he gives you something that it looks like it's limited for a while. But before you know it, within you, it has turned out to be an unlimited source. Praise the Lord. So, one that, it, the, 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 the well that is, you know, it's formed within us as we as we take the living water. It's one that continues to spring up. It gushes like a fountain. You know, other version says, uh, you know, the, 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 it is as a fountain of water. It, it flows from within. Praise the Lord. Okay, so a well that continues to spring up. It gushes like a fountain within us, keeping us ever refreshed. I mean, refreshing within us with an endless life everlasting life praise the lord so we enjoy the refreshing of an endless life 
and the unlimited life, the more the Holy Spirit bursts forth, you know, um, in us and spring up from within us. To understand this better, John chapter 7, from verse 37 to 39. Book of John chapter 7, verse 7 to um, 37. To 39 says, um, In the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man test, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of what? Living water. And 39 says, But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. So the living water is the Holy Spirit, praise the Lord. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified, praise the Lord. So the Holy Spirit was given to flow within us. He's not like other wells that need pressure to come out. The Holy Spirit is given to do what? Flow within us, praise God. So we go back to our scripture in the book of Exodus chapter 15 and verse 23. It says, and when they came to Mara, they could not drink of the waters of Mara, for they were what? Bitter. Praise God. So the word bitter in the in the Hebrew is a, is a term ma, okay? Which literally or figuratively means bitter, end of a harlot, okay? End of wickedness, cry, pain, and discontentment. These words are very um, crucial words we need to hold on to. Praise God. Um, literally, the the, the 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 Israelites sought for you know water for refreshing. You know they journeyed three days in the wilderness. They needed something to feel hydrated again to continue their journey. Praise God. Uh, but then they, they they are met with a water that you know they would have just said, "Oh, praise the Lord! Here is water." And tasting the water, it is is the one that causes them pain. It's the one that causes them uh, discontentment. It's the one that. It's like, hey man, this is the height of wickedness. We we, we have left Egypt. See, see, see bitter water. Bitter water. Bitter water. We are looking for what we need refresh and see bitterness. Praise the Lord. So um the account of the Samaritan woman will also help us understand this bitter bitterness situation or, or, or bitter water situation. Praise the Lord. Now after Jesus told uh, the Samaritan woman about the living water, the book of John, um, chapter four. And, uh, that we read, okay, from verse um, 15 to 18. I'm going to be using the Passion Translation to read it. It says, the woman replied, let me drink that water so I'll never be thirsty again and won't have to come back here to draw water. And Jesus said, go get your husband and bring him back here. We're talking about water and the response is husband. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We're talking about. So you see why uh, ma could mean end of halot because a halot is somebody that you know sleeps around for money. Okay, mm-hmm. meaning that even the ones she's actually calling us, but they are not husband. But you know, like we have in our days, though not right, but they are rampant, mm-hmm. where people occupy space together, and by reason of occupying space, they call themselves husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they don't follow the process of what it takes to be a husband and a wife yeah. praise the lord so cohabiting have made them husband and wife mm-hmm. not actually the process of you know mm-hmm. so she was something like that praise the lord mm-hmm. she was something like that jesus asked for water 
praise God, or, 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 or she was asking for water, and then um, Jesus was replying her with what? A, hus- a husband. Go get your husband and bring him back here. Praise the Lord. Oh, yeah. So it means that, look, your reason for this being discontented, your, your hearts, they are connected to this, your test, you know. I mean, she just she was so eager to drink this water that will flow and continue to refresh her always, you know, to eternal, uh, eternal life. Praise God. She needed that water. She, she, was, she was in the need of that water. Her discontentment, you know, made her realize that, look, leave this bucket to begin to ask him for this water that will refresh you forever. Remain connected. Teaching continues shortly. Welcome back. Praise the Lord. Now verse 17 says, But I'm not married, the woman answered. And Jesus says, That's true. You are not married. <laughs> verse 18. For you've been married five times, and now you are living with a man who is not your husband. You have told the truth. Praise the Lord. I mean, this is just uh, one of those things, anyways. But during the week, uh, Pastor called my attention to, you know, uh, a, 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 a right talk you saw on uh, Facebook where somebody said uh, uh, she was. She left her husband because she got married to second wife. And then now she ended up being the third wife of a married man. Right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's what discontentment causes. That's what hurt causes. Yeah. And if you don't get your solution from the right source, you end up suffering. Yeah. The reason why she has ended up with six men is because she continues to feel hot with one man okay let me check the second one this one i think he will, his head will be better yeah. and then she enters oh his head is better but i don't like his leg yeah. then she leaves his head will be better but the, the, the leg is not good enough she leaves then she sees the one that maybe the head is better the leg is better but she doesn't like his mouth order you know, so she has been discontented over the years. She feels hurt over the years with men, and then she has, um, you know, <clears throat> continued to find um, the last one that will would be the the last one standing. Praise the Lord. But uh, one 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 Bible commentary, you know, gives a good um, revelation into um, this this scripture for us. Uh, the Bible commentary says, in a sense. Every one of us, every one of us has married five husbands, okay? And these five husbands represent our five senses. Mm. Is that not what we do? Yeah. I don't like, I don't like this thing. I don't like this thing I'm seeing. I don't like this thing I'm seeing. Then you go for what you are hearing. <laughs> I don't like this thing, I, this thing I'm seeing. I don't even like the one I'm hearing. Then you like, you go for the one you are, you are touching. You know, that's, that's what the five senses does for us. It makes you feel the one you are seeing is not better, the one you are hearing is the best. And when you go for the one you are hearing, you begin to discover that, ah, it's like that one I touched is better. 
you just the five says you keep tossing you here and there praise the lord and the sixth man speaks of our fallen humanity yeah. because the number six is the number of man man was created on the sixth day praise god so our hearts can never be satisfied with what is on this earth we just have to um, come to terms with it as believers we can as far as you're a believer you're connected to christ your heart can never be satisfied with what's on this earth and you know aside being a believer for every human those in the world you see them going farther, farther into darkness instead of coming to the light yeah. because they are still not satisfied with what darkness has been offering them. Yeah. We've had stories of people that just started with, they just started with, okay, I just want to be an atheist, you know? And then from being an atheist, somebody introduces them to talking to something that is higher than themselves, but they don't know what it really is, but they just, you know, the, at first it looks like the communication is is working you know the thing is revealing things to them the thing is telling them things they feel comfortable around that being okay until they begin to see the being come physically and they they, they begin to interact with demons yeah. testimonies of people like that praise the lord so in this earth we can never be satisfied our hearts can never be satisfied with anything this earth has to offer so we must drink the living water that comes from heaven christ is the seventh husband the only one who satisfies. Christ is the real husband. Amen. Even the book of Hosea chapter 2 and verse 19 to 20. Uh, let's quickly read it. Hosea chapter, chapter 2, verse 9 to 20. Oh, sorry. 19 to 20 says, I will, And I will betroth thee unto me forever. Yea, I will betroth thee unto me in righteousness and in judgment and in loving kindness and in mercies. I will even betroth thee unto me in faithfulness, and thou shalt know the Lord. And this in the New Testament has been established through the Lord Jesus himself. Amen. So in the wilderness journey, we don't have to taste, you see, any other source of refreshing. Why? Because as believers, we have uh, the well of uh, you know, living water springing up within us. Praise God. We don't have to. It's unfortunate. But some believers, you know, have taken this thing so lightly. We, we, we ignore the well within us. And though within it is the ability to spring forth, but because we ignore it, then it's dormant, it's, it's stagnant, it doesn't flow just like every other way. I was going through um, the social media and I saw a video of um, one of the gospel singers doing sing, okay, where you come? And it was. Um, explaining or he, he was telling the people his uh what is something that was surprising to him at the end of the year last year 2022 uh that uh, so i think it was a group of uh, believers still you know um, asking them uh, which of the songs on spotify you know really enriched them in the year 2022 and they were surprised to see a, a working musician in between categories of Matelepasi and himself, you know. I mean, this one is something else. Well, I've not, I don't listen to secular music, you know, so I can't really describe it. But you know, the looks, you know, guys with um, dreads and nose and all that, you know, color, they don't dress well, you know, all those things. So, you can imagine such a person would be able to have a message that believers can reckon with and say, This message really says something to me. It was surprising to him. 
you know and when i looked at the the comments that come to the video it will, be, it will shock you too to see that some believers are saying what is wrong with the guy's message yes the guy makes some messages in his songs you know, one said, I listen to gospel music in the morning and the evening. The afternoon, I listen to other ones. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's this is how, as believers, we actually taste other water. Mm. Instead of tasting from the living water, we already have existing within us. Mm. When we are not conscious of the living water within us, and we will go for other sources. Mm-hmm. And I bet you other sources you will need, you will need to cast through inside of them. Mm-hmm. Because if you read the scripture in Exodus, when they murmured, you know, and um, Moses cried to God, God told him, okay, God showed him a tree to cut, you know, and cast it on the water, and the water now became sweet. Many believers keep, you wonder why they, they I'm hot, I feel depressed, I feel, I, I don't, this life, I don't understand. You know, because we have believers who are divorcing and divorcing and divorcing. We have believers who are suffering from depression. I mean, Christians who are suffering from depression, they are suffering from pains and hurts. Why? It's just to show that you are not connected to the living water springing up within you. You have been going to other sources for refreshment. I mean, Duzi was so surprised. He, can, he, he, he was perplexed. Really, this guy has a message like Nathanabasi to you. His songs has a message to you like you are God, you are God, you will always be God. I don't understand. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But you see, this is how believers lose out from the sufficiency that is in the living water. Praise God. May that not be our portion in the name of Jesus. So bitter waters always make people or believers murmur repeatedly. Bitter waters make, look, Verse 22 again says, he said they went three days into the wilderness and found no water. Mamari was not attached to it. 23, and when they came to Mara, they could not drink of the waters of Mara, for there, for they were what? Bitter. Therefore, the name, the, therefore the name of it was called Mara. And the people murmured. Mm. When they journeyed three days, no water. Mm. I mean, there's no, there's no way they would have, th- they would have been joining with more than with five liter. I mean, the person carrying himself is suffering. Mm-hmm. You understand? So a family wouldn't have joined for more than with more than with five liter if at all they, <laughs> they decided to to fetch themselves some water. And I don't know if they had such big vessels in those days. Okay, so at least in 24 hours they should have been exhausted with water. So what happened to the remaining two days? How did they survive? But they did not murmur. And you know that. But when they came to Mara, they said the water, it was bitter. Ah, the people murmured. Praise the Lord. And then they cried to Moses, What shall we? No, they murmured to Moses, against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? Praise the Lord. And 25 says, And Moses now cries to the Lord. Praise the Lord. So bitter waters always make people, including believers, to do what? Momo and they don't, don't they won't mama once, they will mama repeatedly. What is this? Oh God, why is this happening to me? Oh God, why should it be me? Oh God, when other other people are there, why should you know they keep questioning, questioning, questioning God in that sense is murmuring. Yeah. You know, 
I could have done everything. I I I, I go to church. I I try my best. I try my possible best to, to study the scripture. Why is this? You know, <laughs> that's that's murmuring. You are not reasoning with God. You are actually murmuring because reasoning is coming to the, you know, to 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 God's um, level. I will come to God's level with the scriptures, bringing His word to Him, not bringing our experiences or bringing our problems to Him. Praise the Lord. So. From, from our scripture text, we, we realized that the people didn't murmur until they encountered bitter water. Also, bitter encounters make men seek help from other men instead of God. The water was bitter and they murmured against Moses. Why did they cry to God? I mean, if, you, if, if you're actually, you know, uh, connected to God, when you, when you experience something that is not palatable to you, it's not pleasing to you, what, which is what we call bitter, okay? You cry to God, you don't call on man. They saw how God de- delivered them, parted the Red Sea for them to pass through. And instead of them to call on that same God, they murmured against Moses. Praise the Lord. So, bitterness encounters make men to seek help from others instead of God. And you see, the more we keep um, staying in this bitter experience, uh, the farther will be from God. That's just it. Praise the Lord. The moment against Moses, Moses cried unto God instead, you know. And when Moses cried to God, God showed him a tree to cast into the waters, uh, which made the bitter water um, sweet. Praise God. So whenever we encounter situations with my characteristics, we are to do what? Cast those worries. Cast those troubles, cast those stress upon the Lord because He does what? He tenderly cares for us. Don't, don't start looking for people who are responsible for your problem. Oh, Moses, you are the one who, you are the one who, yes, yes, we know, we know, we, we know you tried, you brought, you delivered, you tried, you tried, you fought for us, you spoke to Pharaoh on our behalf. You spoke to, in fact, when we were before the Red Sea, first, you are the one that called on God for us. You have tried, you have tried. But this one, you have not tried. You have to try better. You have to do this. You have to do that. That is how uh, unconsciously some believers have done. You see some believers pointing fingers at pastors. Mm-hmm. You point fingers at your, your men of God. You point fingers at as if they are the problem why you have not had relationship with God. Mm-hmm. We make men of God our problem when we don't give attention to God himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody has, you have free access to God. No man of God can stop your blessings from flowing, flowing to you if you are connected to God. Praise the Lord. So we should we have to bear in mind that God tenderly cares for us. And instead of us, you know, uh, looking for other waters to solve the mass situation for us, uh, turn to God. Turn to the living water. The living water flowing within us turns them, turns every worries, turns every troubles, turns every stress, you know into pleasant and sweet conditions and experiences for us. Amen. Like the scripture says in the book of Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8, from verse 26, let's quickly read that for all things, um, you know, they work together. Romans 8, uh, from verse 26 to 28, it says, Likewise, the Spirit also affects our what? Infirmities. And remember we said, um, the, the, the spirit um, is a living water flowing within us. Amen. 
So that by faith also effect our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray. For for as we ought, but the spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Have you really been in some situations that you just look at it? I pray God, I can pray God in this situation, in this matter. I pray though. This thing that is trying to cause me stress, this thing that is making me think and think like this. I pray though, I pray. Depend on the Holy Spirit. Depend on the living water. Praise the Lord. So it says, and he that searched the heart knoweth what is in the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So God knows how to turn the bitter experiences, the, 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 the so-called hurts and um, discontentment, into sweet and pleasing experiences for us. Amen. Uh, the, the, the book of, uh, going back to our text in um, Exodus chapter 15, Verse 25, again it says, um, Exodus 15 and verse 25, it says, um, and, and he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree which, uh, when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made for them a statue and an ordinance, and there he proved them. Praise the Lord. And the word statue or ordinance are similar, you know. Uh, simply put, they are just, uh, they, they refer to the ordinances or, or the divine, divine decrees, okay? I refer to divine enactment, divine prescriptions, you know, divine task, divine judgment and, and justice. Uh, but I want to focus on divine task, okay? Because uh, 26 makes us understand that God was, uh, you know, telling them what to do, okay? And task resonates more with what to do okay and then one major divine task we have been given as believers is to labor in the world is to do what labor in the world um paul speaking in the book of first timothy chapter 5 verse 17 he says let elders that rule that rule will be counted worthy of double honor why so especially they who labor in the world and what in doctrine and Jesus himself speaking in the book of John 6 and verse 27 says, Labor not for the meat which perishes, huh? but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him at God the Father sealed. Praise God. The word of God places beyond doubt all that God is in the hearts of men. So when we labor in the word, we get accustomed to the voice of God. Uh, not only that, we receive the empowerment to diligently hack into the word of the Lord uh, and do what is right in His sight. Praise God. We also empowered to attend and you know follow His precepts and commands. Amen. Yeah. And um, just before we, we put a close to it, I want us to look for look at the Hebrew um, word for. I am the Lord that he let the, the, the Hebrew word for he let, and it's a term Rapha, like we said, is Jehovah Rapha. And it means to make, to heal, to make healthful, okay? It speaks of a healer. It speaks of uh, healing from hearts uh, of nations, okay? So nations can receive healings, amen? It, can, it speaks of uh, restoration of favor, okay? It speaks of uh, individuals in distresses, you know, be um, be made uh, being healed. Okay, um, it's also of the water in uh, pottery. 
Alright? So, in essence, uh, the knowledge that we have received so far um, helps us gain understanding into the operations of Jehovah Rapha. He is not, uh, he is not only the God that heals us from diseases, okay, as we generally know. He, he is also, uh, you know, the God that disallows diseases from coming upon us mm-hmm. as we continue to draw from the living water within us, okay? And he's also the God that heals us from every bitter or mal experiences. So Jehovah Rapha, Rapha is not just secluded to when you need him to heal you from cancer, from headache, you know, from stomachache, from liver disease, or from any other thing. He also delivers you from discontentment. He delivers you from hearts. Praise the Lord. Every area of your life where it looks like wickedness doesn't want to come, come to an end. He is the one that delivers. Praise the Lord. So we praise him with this understanding that he is our Jehovah Rofi, or like others call him Jehovah Rapha. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now is your moment of salvation. If you are yet to make the Lord Jesus Christ, your Lord and personal Savior, we request that you say this prayer along with many others now. Say this words, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner, I repent of my sins, and ask that you forgive my sins. I believe that you shed your blood on the cross, died for my sins, and rose again in the third day. Today, I invite you into my life today. Wash me by your blood, make me your own, until eternity be my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you Lord Jesus, in Jesus' precious name. For your love gift of any amount to Grace Life Kami Podcast, kindly use any of our giving channels available, to give in dollars. You can send to Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. Account number, 033-154-551-2013. Swift code, M, B, G, H, G, H, A, C, to give in CDs. Universal Merchant Bank Ghana, you can send to account number, 033-254-551-2017. To give in Naira, you can send to Ecobank Nigeria, account number, 554-102-0592. Also, for further enquiries, you can call us on plus 233-54594-7132. OR, send us an email via ministry at gmail.com. Today, remain ever blessed. Thanks for listening to this teaching. We believe you were blessed listening to this prophetic and life-changing teaching episode. We would like to receive your praise report of your encounter with the Lord, through the ministry of Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna. To send in your praise report or make a request, kindly send us an email via ministry at gmail.com. If you need more information about the ministry and would like to give a love offering today, you can visit our website via www.chimdiohahunaministry.org. Grace to you, Jesus is Lord.
Beloved, we will like to introduce to you one of our latest book releases. Titled. You Can Have It All. Authored by Chimdi Ohahuna. The word loss is not welcoming to a man, as no one wants to incur a loss nor does any man rejoice over the experience of a loss. By English definitions, the word, loss, refers to the act or fact of being unable to keep or maintain something or someone, and the decrease in amount, magnitude, value, or degree. Also, loss refers to the partial or complete deterioration or absence of a physical capability or function, a person or thing or an amount that is lost, and failure to gain, win, obtain, or utilize. Hence, in this life loss experiences come in many types and varying magnitudes. A loss experience can be something relatively minor or a major occurrence. Whichever it is, it has a way of affecting the one who has suffered the loss to a certain degree. And, depending on his capability to respond rightly by the leading of God, he may be affected negatively or positively. This book provides profound biblical truths on the subject of losses with practical procedures on how to respond to losses as a child of God for it to work out for your good. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. In addition, this book covers and answers the questions that every Christian seek to know. Questions such as, can a believer in Christ experience losses? What are the possible reasons for the experience of losses? Who, what is responsible for losses in the life of a child of God? How can what has been stolen be gotten back? This book will trigger every reader to fight back for all that has been stolen from your life and destiny till now. Order a copy today via Amazon.